Welcome to GTV, I'm Gareth Johnson. On today's episode, we're going to have a bit of a chat about Leonardo da Vinci. And the reason we're talking about Leonardo da Vinci is that there's a new series uh, about to hit Amazon Prime. It's an eight parts drama series. I guess the, the first question is, is it going to be worth watching? Well, I haven't seen a preview yet. So all we've got is the benefit of the trailer and a few advanced reviews from some of the UK publications. But based on what we know, let's get into it. Now, the genius of Da Vinci is fairly difficult to kind of wrap your head around. He's primarily remembered as an artist, but Da Vinci's endeavors included invention, drawing, painting, sculpture, architecture, science, music, mathematics, engineering, literature, anatomy, geology, astronomy, botany, paleontology, and cartography. I mean, let's face it, he was a busy guy. While there's clearly a market for period dramas and the intrigues of the Renaissance era, Basing a series around Da Vinci seems a bit of an odd choice, particularly when you're catering to an audience who are looking for the next Poldark or the next Bridgerton. Da Vinci's an odd choice because, well, he was a gay man. Contemporary reports tell us that Da Vinci surrounded himself with an entourage of good-looking young men. They were his assistants and pupils. He dressed them in luxurious and extravagant outfits and he drew extremely sensual male nudes. Now, the innovative solution that the filmmakers of this series have come up with is to play a bit fast and loose with the facts. In the series, Leonardo, who's played by Aidan Turner, discovers his muse, a woman called Caterina de Cremona, who's played by Matilda de Anglis. And the drama is anchored around an allegation that Leonardo poisoned Caterina. Now, no one is shocked that the filmmakers are playing a bit fast and loose with the facts. It's a fiction based loosely on an historical character. The character of Katerina is fictional, and the poisoning allegation is fictional. The advanced reviews confirm that da Vinci's ambiguous sexuality, and I'm making quotation marks with my fingers, his ambiguous sexuality is alluded to, and that the filmmakers haven't created a romance between Leonardo and Katerina. Digital Spies Review reassures us that the series is serious fare about a serious artist whose true love wasn't a man or a woman, but with art itself. That's the bit that frustrates me. I mean, we've got a drama series about possibly the most influential gay man in history. And what's presented to us is a desexualized version. We're somehow expected to accept that we can separate a man from his work, from the reality of who he was as a person. How queer was Leonardo da Vinci? While he was creating masterpieces, da Vinci was shagging boys in his workshop. By all accounts, most of the artists in Florence were. In 1432, the authorities in Florence set up an agency called the Office of the Night to try and investigate all the allegations of sodomy that were being made. Historians who have analysed the records of the Office of the Night, they confirm that the majority of local males, at least once in their lifetimes, were officially incriminated for engaging in homosexual relationships. A da Vinci inevitably attracted the attention of the Office of the Night. He appeared before a magistrate in 1476 accused of sodomy. Apparently, he'd been caught having sex with a well-known male prostitute. Now, when we look at the paintings that da Vinci is remembered for, you know, we can possibly you know, perceive some androgyny and sensuality in what he's put on the canvas. But we also know that he drew explicit and erotic illustrations of men. Da Vinci wasn't just some 
introverted genius who painted religious masterpieces. He was as complicated and messy and sexed up as the rest of us. But does it matter that we get a desexualized version of Da Vinci on our screens? There's no point in getting angry with the filmmakers behind Leonardo the series. Units have to be sold, content needs to find its audience, bills have to be paid. There's probably a strong case to be made that the Bridgerton, Poldark audience would be very up for seeing Aidan Turner getting hot and sweaty in a bit of man-on-man action. That's probably not going to get the green light from whoever's putting up the money for this kind of thing. But visibility matters. Representation matters. It's really important that young queer kids today know that they have just as much potential for genius and greatness as Leonardo da Vinci. While they're not going to get that message from this series on Amazon, we've all got an obligation to keep telling that story. Leonardo da Vinci was a massive bender. That didn't hold him back. His sexuality wasn't a disadvantage or something to be ashamed of. It's an intrinsic part of what made him great. Anyway, let me know what you think. Would you be tuning in to Leonardo the series on Amazon? Doesn't matter if filmmakers are playing a bit fast and loose with the sexuality of historical figures. Who's your favorite gay from history? That's it for this week's episode. We'll speak with you next time.